Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the 9 to 5 Kickers podcast, your podcast that empowers young, start, upstart entrepreneurs, minority entrepreneurs, women, children of all ages to embark upon entrepreneurship and grow from zero to six to seven figures. I'm your host, Mr. Anthony Porter. And today I have a question like, when you starting a business, how important is it for you to be or have business intelligence? How important is it for you to be that person to stand out? And let me ask you this. <laughs> Do you want to be a big fish in a small pond or a small fish in a big pond? Do you want to be the one that everybody goes to, or you want to just sit back in the crowd play and, and play the play the back row. Me, I want to be the big fish in the small pond. So today we are going to start a series called the Ultimate Growth Strategy Mastery. We're going to go through twelve episodes back to back each week, starting today on growing and developing your business on the back end. See, everybody can have a great product. Everybody can have um, that product that they think is number one. You can have that. But the back end is where a lot of the work is done. The back end is where you as a business owner, the back end is where majority of your sales come after the front end is seen. See, we take for granted that when you start a business, money's just going to come flowing. It takes time. It takes a whole lot of time. And I say this because just last weekend, I decided to embark upon the full stack marketer BLC, which is the Business Launch Challenge. Now, understand this. As a podcast host owner, 9 to 5 Kickers Podcast, I still run my businesses besides the podcast. So I really have generated multiple businesses because when I retire, I'd rather work for myself and wake up when I want to wake up. I'm not going to just retire and just sit around. I'm going to retire and wake up when I want to wake up, but I'm still going to be doing my businesses. Now, I'm setting myself up for the fact that my businesses could generate six to seven figures, and all I might have to do is work one or two hours a day, but I, it's my time, and that's the ultimate goal. So what I want to do is I want to make sure that I'm teaching you, I'm coaching you, I'm showing you how you can do that, but the back end is very important. So we're going to start our mastery with the business intelligence formula. Now, I was so intrigued by this because I got this from a gentleman. And listen, I am a serious, 
I am what you call a person who would jump straight in. I, I have I, I back horses left and right. I'm sorry, I just do. But Luke is his name. All right. Luke Mock Mucker. Anyway, the growth circle is where I get this from. And I tell you what, probably one of the best investments that I could possibly give or get. So we're gonna start with it because this is this is a question and answer strategy formula. Because you have to ask yourself the question and you have to answer the question. Yeah, I mean, you really, in order for you to be successful, in order for you to get down with, with, with your people, you have to ask the question to yourself and you have to answer that. Like you literally, like I tell people all the time, a couple of the guys that I've been mentoring, I've told them everything that we talk about, write it down. And they hate writing stuff down until they realize what they have written down they can go back and look at it time and time and time again instead of hearing me talk about it and then forgetting about it. They go back and they, they read their notes. And it's only in the handwriting of their own. Think about it. It's in the handwriting of their own. Okay? So it's what they can understand. Not what I say. I, I'm going to teach it to you, but not what I say. So do me a favor. This is not a request. This is a must. Get your pen and a piece of paper. And over the series that we're doing, the ultimate growth strategy mastery. Write that down. The ultimate growth strategy mastery. Take notes. Because the first segment is called the business intelligence process all right so we'll take a quick break we'll come back we're gonna try to be as brief as possible we don't want to drag the series out too long we don't want you to, we want you to get to it and be able to get to it okay we want you to get to it and be able to get to it i know that i know it sounds crazy but that's the way it is we want you to take the time over here nine to five kickers because the 9 to 5 Kickers and then it's the 9 to 5 Kickers podcast. We want you to be able to take the time to jot down. And then if you have any questions, you can email us at the 9 to 5 Kickers at gmail.com. So write that down. And it's written out. 9 to 5 Kickers at gmail.com. All right. So let's take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to get into it because I want to talk about the process. What is the process? The business intelligence process. Y'all come on back. Imagine filling your space with the irresistible aroma of our candles. As the stress of the day melts away and you embrace a moment of pure indulgence with a burn time that surpasses ordinary candles, Wicked Artistry ensures that your enjoyment is long-lasting, allowing you to savor the captivating scents well into the night. Wicked Artistry Candle Co. is more than just candles. It's an invitation to immerse yourself into the world of luxury fragrances and artistic expressions. Join us at wickedacandles.com 
to discover an extensive collection of vessels and redefine your elegance of sense that ignites your imagination. Evaluate your candle experience today with Wicked Artistry Candle Code because when it comes time to creating a moment of pure bliss, there's nothing quite like the perfect blend of luxury, craftsmanship, and fragrance. All right, so listen. In every business, especially in my business, DJ, DJ, shout out to DJ John Rock. And the whole 94.5 The Blaze team. They just did a big event down in uh Raleigh, North Carolina. Um shout out to shout out shout out to the Fleet DJs and the whole Fleet family. Uh I I, I love watching the lives and um they they really had a good time down there. So let's let's get into it. In every business. There are three things that stand out. There's three steps. There's three major strategies that stand out. They are traffic, product, audience. And in particular order, we'll go, you got to have an audience to take that traffic and drive it to your product. And then you have to be able to email that audience. And I know it doesn't sound right to some people, but in order for people to get eyes on your product, your service, your coaching business or anything like that, you have to have an audience. So how do you generate the audience? You get content. The content, you would bring in the audience. The audience is then driven an email list, which is a squeeze page, because all of this goes into a funnel. And then after they get into that funnel, you got two ways that they go. They go down to the email list, and then they push traffic. The same traffic you've been working with, they push it over to the offer. So now you've got to have a compelling offer. And it doesn't make a difference what it is. I don't care if you're selling shoestrings. Make sure that offer for those shoestrings is remarkable enough for somebody to say, oh, I want that. I need that. I got to have that. All right? It has to be a grandfather offer, irresistible offer. It has to be something that can resonate to what your brand is. And we're going to talk about brand building down the line. All right? Definitely going to get into that. But here you want to be able to say, okay, you map it out. You have to map out your growth plan. But you need to know where you currently stand, what your business is, what it's lacking, and what is what is it need what it needs to do. So what basically what is your business? What is your business? Like, those are some of the questions you got to ask yourself. And I, don't sit there and say, oh, my business is uh, J&M real, real Estate. That's not what I'm asking you. What is it? What are you? Because, see, you could be in a niche, which is make money. Are you making money online? 
You make your money in person. And if you're doing both, then now you got to take that and you got to draw a little box and you got to draw a couple triangles because there are sub-niches. All right? And when we ask you, when we ask you a series of trigger questions, you can easily pull out the information needed to establish because you're trying to establish where you are in your business currently. What Where are you at currently in your business? And if you don't even have a business, this is a great place to start because being able to know what you need to do or where you're at at this particular point helps you elevate to the next level. And I'm going to tell you something real, real funny. I was talking to this guy the other day. I'm not going to say his name because it's, it's, it's not for... For, it's not for me to say. We was having a good conversation. And I was trying to, I was understanding his point and I was trying to get a point across. So he does lock her. And he basically said that he was going to stop posting his business on social media. And I asked him why. And he was like, When he starts posting, he starts to get more calls. And I'm thinking to myself, that's the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is to walk away from the nine to five grind that you truly in the back of your mind hate. The ultimate goal is for you to start to generate money on your own and be able to still have time for your family, still have time for your friends, still have time to, and not even your friends, your grandkids, your kids, travel the world, go to all of those places. You want to generate that. You might not be a materialistic person, and we're not talking about him. I'm just saying this, this is how the conversation started, and it led into this. You might not be a materialistic person, but you might want to say, okay, you and your old lady, or you and your, your husband. You might say, as a man, oh, I'm going to get my wife this Birkin bag. Remember, if you don't know what a Hermer's Birkin bag costs, yeah, it's a ticket. It's a major ticket. And a lot of people say, ah, oh, you know, they look at the they look at the the artists on TV, and they look at the, the rappers and the entertainers, and they're like, ah, if I had that money, I'd have. Yes, you would. Yes, you would. You spend it now. You're spending money you don't have. And again, I'm not talking about nobody in particular. I'm talking about business intelligence. Because if you are sitting there and you're making seven, eight figures, don't sit here and tell me you're not going to spend the money. But he made a valid point on why he made the decision to do what he did. And I know it sounds, it sounds funny because I bounced right back, but that part leads into a whole lot of things because he made a very valid decision to why he decided he didn't want to do it no more. The reason he didn't want to do it is because he's close to retirement. And because we was trained as kids to go to school, get good grades, get a better education so you can go out here and get a job. We wasn't trained to go to school, get good grades, get a better education, to go out here and start a job. So we're robotic to assist because I know I was. 
see, back in the day, I had a young, I, I was young. I was going to say I had a young man. I was young. We was working in this area. And the house we was working at, the homeowner, he owned the cul-de-sac. And if you don't know what a cul-de-sac is, the cul-de-sac is where you drive in and it's a circle. And it's probably got about 10 to 12 houses in there. A little less, some of them a little less, depending on where you're at. He was an older white gentleman. I'll never forget. And I've told this, I told this story a million times. He told me like everybody out there was, I was, I was fresh. Like he knew I was the new guy. And he sat there and he told me, he was like, young fella, you don't want to do this shit entire life. And I'm looking at him like, what the hell is he talking about? But then when he started breaking things down, I started seeing the picture, the bigger picture. He owned every house in the cul-de-sac. And a family member lived in the house or, they kept it generational. And then he owned the land behind the house we was working at, which had a church on it. And I'm thinking, how does he own the land? He owned the land. So the church wanted to be on the land, but instead of them buying the land, they pay him every month. Leasing the land. And then maybe a a couple thousand yards or feet away from the church is a daycare. Guess what? They leasing the land. That gentleman right there was the reason why I bought my first Wall Street Journal. That gentleman right there was one of the reasons why I started looking into the stock market 15 years ago. So when I'm having this conversation with the gentleman at work, the other day, it made sense because he's trying to make sure his bag is secured. Before he elevates, I was trying to let him know once you start elevating, your bag is going to be secure anyway. But he made his mind up. We was just having a conversation because I wasn't even trying to trying to coach him. We just, we generally talk to each other about sports. He's one certain college fan and I'm another he likes one certain football team that most the world likes and I like another one at the end of the day we was having a conversation he was just basically telling me he was messing with me because he said he enjoyed watching the podcast and I thanked him and you know generally it's always we shoot jokes or what have you but we got in today and he was basically telling me so you had to respect that and I respect that, you know, I always want to hear the feedback. I always want to get the opinions. But when, when you talk about other people, and I say that because of this right here, he had a plan and he has a plan. That's his plan. He's trying to secure the bag before he secures the bag. Because, see, when you get that retirement money, that's mailed every month. That could take care of the bills. That could do all of that. And this other money could be the, the money that him and his wife have generated or he's generated for him and his wife to, to go travel, do whatever. Respect, big up. What I'm trying to let everybody know is, is if you secure the bag, you ain't got to go through the nine to five grind. Secure the bag, six, seven figures, and do what you got to do. But you have to ask yourself some of those burning questions. So we're going to start. I mean, I know, listen, 
It's going to be difficult. All right. I'm going to answer a few. We're going to kick them out there so you can understand what we're talking about. Because, see, listen, some of these questions that I'm going to ask, obviously, are going to be difficult. Some might not be able to be answered until later. That's fine. All right. But giving them a go is the most important part. All right. So whether you're watching the video or you're listening to us on every streaming platform, do us a favor. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. Get everybody involved. Let's get the community going. There are a lot of things that, like for anybody who wants to get into freelance digital marketing, affiliate marketing, I'm dropping an ebook uh, by the end of the month. Like I said, I just got through with the business launch challenge. And I guarantee you that learning how to run a business by promoting other people's products can help you generate the revenue for you to go and start other businesses. I'm just saying. Because that's what it's doing for me. I love getting those micro uh, micro commission checks. 200 her. 300 her. And then I reinvest it back in so I can scale. Because one day them 200 and 300s is going to be 2,000, 3,000. You just have to be able to say, how serious are you? So, this will serve as a branding document for most of y'all. It's a reference. It's for all, all marketing materials, including emails, websites, ads, social media, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Listen, this is the blueprint to get you started in your business. So, like I said, we're going to run through a couple of them and guarantee, I guarantee once we go through it, you write them down. You come back, put them on a Google Doc if you have a computer. If you don't have, if you don't want to use a pen and a pad, put it on a Google Doc. Put it in a text doc, but jot them down. And, and every when you make it, you write them down and you fill it out. Guess what? Guess what happens? It takes you 15, 20 minutes to answer, and then as you grow, you can go back and tweak your answers. All right. So let's jump into it. So the first question: You're starting a business, right? Ask yourself. What made you decide to start this business? So give origin stories. You'll see for me, what made me decide to start all of my businesses was this simple fact here. And we're going to keep it short. I'm a veteran at my job of 25 plus years. Okay. A lot of people talk about me saying, uh, one guy, he calls me EF Hutt. He says, when I talk, everybody listens. And I have to laugh because it's ultimately not true. I just don't take a lot of BS from a lot of people. Okay? Let's be clear about that. I don't take BS. I'm not I'm not a drum stepper. I have a rapport with some of the guys in management because I come up with them in the workplace. And I respect the position. And I, I feel like I'm able to talk to them because of the fact that we're in this situation. We can talk to each other, right? So that's where we're at. Now, let me say this. I started this business because there's probably been about eight, 
supervisor jobs that have come up. I'll probably, when the interviews come, and probably the one that fits the criteria. The criteria states you need to have education. Boom, got that. I got a college degree in information technology. They say years of experience. Uh, well, let's see. Every time one has come up and I've been probably the second or third most person in the building to apply, probably the only one that got an interview with the more experience. The reason why I don't get these jobs is because I'm not a step and fetch. I'm not knocking the guys who got the job. Congratulations to them. What I'm knocking is the people who made the decision not to pick me. That's the reason why, because I'm not going to bow down. See, people want to run it as a dictatorship and not an entrepreneurship. So therefore, guess what? It's just what in the cards for me to have. So I've accepted and moved on and got to the point where before I started my freelance digital marketing and my podcast, it was always about get to 25, I'm out. But now it's got to the point where I got to 25, now I'm just here getting on everybody's nerves. See, as the job evolved, I evolved. So I play that game. You want to make decisions? Okay, we'll make them. When the decision is made by a certain individual because they want to be in charge of everything, when the decision is made, guess what happens? If it fails, it ain't on me. So the game is played. See, somebody's always, too many chiefs and not enough Indians. We'll say that. And then they wonder, never mind, we're not going to go there. So anyway, back to, back to this. That's part of the reason why. So your origin story has to be, what made you want to start this business? What made you want to walk away from the nine to five grind? What made you? Make the decision that you made. Number two, why did you decide to offer your main product or service? So a lot of people have coaching services. A lot of people have t-shirt business. A lot of people have clothing brands. A lot of people sell uh, makeup. A lot of people sell hair care, skin care, candles, all of that. What made you do it? What burning desire or need does it fulfill? So we'll give you the we'll give you the question and the context. All right, well, how does this product, your service or product, help out a person that you're offering it to? That's the question you got to ask yourself. How does my product help out the person or service that you know? How does it help? Ask the question. Don't be afraid. Ask the question. Shit. You ask the question when you want some money, Mister Banker. Can I get a loan? No. Why not? Your credit. Oh, okay. So then you go fix your credit so you're going to get the loan. Why can't you do that with your business? Miss Felicia, would you like to buy a candle? No. Why not? It stinks. Oh, okay. Come back two months later, Miss Felicia. Oh, this is a lovely smelling candle. Same candle. You just tweaked it. Hmm. All right. Number three, what makes your service or product unique? Specifically, how is it better than any of the opponents, your ops? How is it better than your ops? We're going to take it to, we're going to take it there. How is your product better than the ops? 
See, with me, I'm not in competition with anyone. But I am in competition with if I think you got something good, I'm going to make sure my ass is better. You're never going to outwork me. And here's... It's, <laughs> This is a funny, this, is, this ain't a funny story. This is a true story because I always love listening to it. Jason Williams. Everybody know who Jason Williams is if you don't. Jason Williams is the former Duke uh, Blue Devils basketball player, point guard. Got to the NBA, got drafted by Chicago Bulls. All right? So, they're getting ready to play the Mamba. God rest the dead. Shout out to Kobe Bryant. They're getting ready to play Kobe Bryant. Now, for the longest, I didn't know the NBA players did this. Before the games, they go into the gym and get shots up. All right? They want to make sure everything's perfect. Didn't realize this. So Jason Williams said he's in the gym. He's getting his thing going. And Kobe walks in. He says, as Kobe walks in, now mind you, he's in the gym. Probably, let, let, we're going to give a time frame. He's probably in the gym around about 2.30, 3 o'clock. Now, they played around. Early than that. So they always get in early, he said. So let's say he's in about 8 o'clock in the morning, right? Kobe comes in. I take it back. It's the reverse opposite. Kobe's in the gym and he walks in. Kobe probably been in there since about 6 o'clock. It's 8 o'clock. He gets, he's thinking Kobe is finished because Kobe's seen him come in. Kobe does another hour and a half, two hours. He's like, he didn't understand why. So they played the Lakers. Lakers beat him. And he said he had to ask Kobe at the end of the game why. Kobe Bryant said, I seen you see me. I wasn't going to let you leave. I wasn't going to leave the gym and leave you in there. I wanted you to know you're not going to outwork me. So his craft was his service. His service was dishing it out to these fools in the NBA. What makes your product, what makes your service so unique? Like, go, whatever niche you're in, whatever product you're selling, research your competition. Because when you have a differentiating factor, like everybody can sell a candle, but what makes a candle different? Some people have blended scents. Some people have strong scents. Some people use cocoa, coconut uh, coconut wax. Some people use soy wax. A lot of people love soy wax. Some people's stuff is eco-friendly. You have to be able to different. You have to be different. Dare to be different. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back to segment number two. Uh, this next segment, this segment, of course, was brought to you by Wicked Ain't Candles. Uh, com. So, come on back and listen. Don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone. If you want to learn how to do affiliate marketing, because listen, the quickest way to six to seven figures is through multiple streams of income. I'll say that again. The quickest way to six to seven figures is through multiple streams of income. And right now, affiliate marketing is one of the best ones. Everybody thinks it's a scam, but it's not. Y'all come back and we'll talk about that in the beginning. And we'll go into segment number two. Okay. Segment two. So when we ended the last segment, we talked about affiliate market, right? Let me explain something to you. Every day you're living in an affiliate funnel. Every single day. So I've been asking, uh, listen, 
Callan Kanai, my new mentor. Shout out to Callan Kanai, my new mentor. Took the business launch challenge. He has an amazing team. Um, Callan, uh, I hope I'm saying it right. Callan has asked this question, and, and I laugh because, you know, you, you, you don't think about it when the questions are asked. So the question is, what is affiliate marketing? So I've been running around asking people, you know what affiliate marketing is? Do you know what affiliate marketing is? Do you know what affiliate marketing is? Nobody knows what affiliate marketing is. Then when you explain it to them, they're looking at you like, oh, snap. So affiliate marketing, as an affiliate, you promote other people's products and they pay you a small commission. Now, here's the back end of that. Because this is not what this video is about, but here's the back end of that. When you're promoting other people's products, and, and, and so let me say this. Do you remember the, I was talking about the gentleman I was talking to at work about him retiring and he wasn't ready to do it yet? So he I, he was asking me the same question and I told him, I said, think about this. You're watching the Super Bowl. Everybody watches the Super Bowl for one thing. Not the game. Most people do. I ain't going to lie. The betters watch it for the game. Most people want to see the Super Bowl commercials and the halftime show, right? Think about this. The Super Bowl commercials are the most watched portion of the Super Bowl. But have you ever noticed that after the Super Bowl, you barely see those commercials? They cost so much to make. Running the ads is going to cost you another quarter billion. But if you're a small influencer, these brand companies is looking for you. All you got to do is get on there and talk about their product, drop it here, boom, and you get a check. It's that simple. And I know it sounds so cliche. No, it's simple like that. So, that's a little background. We're going we're to talk affiliate marketing because that's what I do. I love doing it, digital marketing. Right now, I'm trying to get into the elite program. Help me get into the elite program, man. Help me get in there. Scale my business. It's all I'm trying to do. I want to scale. I want to. I need to walk away. I'm too busy laughing at people, but I need to walk away. So, anyway, segment number two, ask yourself this. Why might not people want to buy from you? You, you think you got the best product, right? You think your product top-notch, right? Julie said, you think you big, huh? You think your product number one, huh? You think you on top of the world, huh? But you ain't got no sales, huh? Understand this. What are the drawbacks? So are there drawbacks of your service or product? Could be. Why will people hesitate? What, you know, what, what's the challenges? Why will people hesitate? Side effects. Lack of scientific proof. So a lot of people, so let me say this. If you've not paid attention, Curl's Daughter, some of the some of your biggest haircut products were started in kitchens. But it took them a while. Why? Because they didn't have scientific proof. They had to get it into the hands of people. They had to get it into the, the hands of followers. They had to, oh, try this out. Samples, samples. If you go to the mall, and every mall in America has this particular place. I, I swear to God, I think these people can. Sample, 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 sample. Remember, free samples are always good. Okay, free samples are always good because it gets the product into people's hands. It gets the brand name into their mouth. They, nah, they talking about it. Once they start talking about it, so you got to understand, so you out of the show, you might not be doing the show, 
You might just be there as a spectator, but you got samples with you. So I carry a backpack with me. All right. And at the time, it was I was moving T-shirts. I'm big on the quality of the shirt. You're not just going to have me go out here and ask somebody to pay $25 for a gilded T-shirt. Why to slap some vinyl on there and call it a, a T-shirt brand? Yeah, not going to happen. What we're going to do is, is we're going to have a sales funnel. We're going to have all of this. But at the same time, I'm going to give you a sample here. Check it out. This is a free T-shirt for you. I got a bag of T-shirts that I carry in a backpack just for people to have. Try this out. And then go to the website. There's plenty more on our fight. All right. So what are the challenges? What, what, you know, what specifically holds people back? What, what makes them hesitate? Number two is a follow-up to the previous question. Are there any common objectives that come up during your sales process? The cost, the quality, lack of credibility. Are decision makers not present? So even though you start a business, it's your business, it's on your own, sometimes you got to have a team around you. Family and friends is good when you start the business. Ask the question, what should I charge for this? Do your research, especially with T-shirts. And I'm using T-shirts because it's probably one of the easiest things to sell. But use, we use the T-shirts, right? So understand this. What could possibly, what could the cost be? So the T-shirt I have on right now is from Lane 7. It's very comfortable, very smooth. It doesn't fade. I like to buy T-shirts from uh, AS Color. Why? Because they don't fade. And I'm not, trust me, I'm not knocking Gildan, but when you're paying $1.75 for a shirt, and you're charging $25, that's almost a 250, 300% uptake because the design doesn't cost nothing but $3 to make if you're making it your own or you go on Etsy and buy it. Then you go out here and all in all, check this out. The shirt's $1.75 for a white t shirt. You can go on Etsy and buy a design for $2.50 to about $10. Or you can go to Fiverr and have or Upworks and have someone design something for you for about $15 to $25. So right now you're at $25, right? Now, you break this down per shirt. So that $25 doesn't accumulate. It doesn't resonate to the $25 that you charge. Okay, now, if you got your own press, that's great because here's where people can make money because you can go to POD way, just upload your design, put it on the shirt, put it on the site, and all you had to do is pay, what, 30 bucks? So think about this. People are selling gilded T-shirts, 30 bucks, is what it took for you to make that shirt. And it didn't even 30 bucks because for every shirt that you make, you got to divide the cost. So the cost is broken down. So the design might've been 0. 0.56, 56 cents, t-shirt $1.75. So that's $2 and some change to make the shirt. You're selling it for 25. You have no product. Or if you, uh, let me say, this, if you got the product, 
slap it on, you order the transfers. Transfers can be anywhere from 15 cent a transfer. What they're doing right now is these DTFs, and guess what? DTFs is banging. So we're banging with DTFs, but that's that's not what we're going to talk about. It's the cost. It's the the quantity, the, the quality, lack of credibility. People just don't know who the hell you are. So you got to have people around you to keep you sane. Listen, when you're doing your thing, don't have people around you that's going to be yes, folks. Yeah, man, that's great. Yeah, man, that's all they want to do is pop bottles with you. When you make it, they feel like they made it and they ain't making a dang. Don't be them people. All right. Number three, and I hope you're writing everything down. Answer this. What will a prospect lose if they don't take action now? So you want people to buy yourself, but what will they lose? See, play this game in, in, in the marketing world, you have to understand something. You can sell a product. Everybody can sell anything. You can write a book and put it online and make a killing. What are they losing? Are they losing the knowledge? Are they losing, you know, the knowledge, the the. the get this product first. You know, some people want to be known for that. You know, it's a psychological game that they're playing. It's, it's, it's out there. When you address what people will lose if they don't have your product, you have to understand if you're selling the product, selling the service, if they don't have it, what would they lose? They'll lose money. They'll lose time. They'll lose the offer. Because whatever you're selling, whatever you possibly have, the T-shirt can be a motivational thing. But if you have a product, if you have a service, and that product and service can help somebody get scale their business, guess what? They lose time. They lose the money. They lose the offer. Because if they don't get it, it's going to take them longer to get to the point to where they want to be. Because you've already gone through and worked it out. You spent the time. You spent the money. You've researched. You've come up with the designated plan. And so with the designated plan, guess what happens now? Oh, boom, here we go. Yeah, we are there. That's where we at. We are there. Please believe me. So you want to make sure you got everything situated just like that. We're going to come back and we have to, We listen, man. We don't want to go too much longer, so we're going to just go through it. And I'm going to try to cut the, the story short. I didn't want to drag this out, but I, I didn't realize how long this was. These are just some of the questions that you need to ask. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back. When we come right back, we're going to get into the demographics. Then we're going to get into the results. Then we're going to talk about uh, some of the current things that can help you out, like business and marketing. and uh, your bigger contribution, your mission, and your purpose. We'll get into that. All right. So, yeah, yeah. Come on back because we're gonna. I just we're gonna write it down. We gonna, I might talk about some of them, but we just gonna write it down so we can get through it. All right. Please write this down. Please write this down. Go back, listen to it. Take your time. Answer the questions. Be all you can be. Imagine filling your space with the irresistible aroma of our candles. As the stress of the day melts away and you embrace a moment of pure indulgence with a burn time that surpasses ordinary candles, wicked artistry ensures that your enjoyment is long-lasting 
allowing you to savor the captivating scents well into the night. Wicked Artistry Candle Co. is more than just candles. It's an invitation to immerse yourself into the world of luxury fragrances and artistic expressions. Join us at wickedacandles.com to discover an extensive collection of vessels and redefine your elegance of scents that ignite your imagination. Evaluate your candle experience today with Wicked Artistry Candle Co. Because when it comes time to creating a moment of pure bliss, there's nothing quite like the perfect blend of luxury, craftsmanship, and fragrance. All right, we are back. So let's talk about it. Demographics, your niche. What's your target demographic? Basically, your target audience. You heard me talk about this a billion times because this is important. What is your target? Age, income level, gender, occupation. The more information you get written down about the person you want to sell to, the better off you're going to be. Trust me. Believe me when I tell you. The more information you do about them, go over to the YouTube channel. We just did a video on this. Your ideal customer. Go over to the 9 to 5 Kickers YouTube channel. We just did a video on this. Check that video out. This that video will help you with your question right here. And then what are their top three fears related to your niche? What keeps your customer up at night? Is it being overweight and being embarrassed? Money problems, uh, symptoms of anxiety, symptoms of, symptoms of stress. I just gave you the top three niches out there. Make money online, health and wealth, and then... Hmm, Health and wealth. Health and beauty. Excuse me. Wealth is make money online. Health is the, the process of weight loss and also stress and anxiety. The other one's relationship. We don't have nothing about relationship on her. And then think about that. Those are the top three niches. Health and health and beauty, wealth, and finances. And then relationships, all right? Health, wealth, relationships. And then the, the third thing in this particular series is uh, how does your product address those fears? Basically, you're ask, answering the question, how, how does it help them lose weight? How does it help them save money? How does it help them relieve stress? The more specific you are when you write these down, the better you will be. I, I guarantee I guarantee you, if you know who you're selling to, what their problem and pain points, and you got the solution, you just made yourself a cool six figures. A cool six figures. Trust me. Now we're going to talk about the results real quick. So the results are, and this is number four, write it down, results. What sort of results do your clients see as a result of using your service, like particularly in physical results, emotional results, you got to list them. If you are, if you're a coach and you're coaching people how to make money and they implement the strategies that you have, guess what? They start to scale. You've done your job. If you're a weight loss coach, fitness coach, trainer, all of that, and somebody's overweight and you get them to, the goal is to lose a hundred pounds and they lose 110 pounds. You've done your job. 
if you're a relationship coach, if you could coach a person through a divorce, if you could coach a person on how to uh, talk to women or how to talk to men, if you could coach a person on how to uh, be fan friendly when it comes to your kids, if they come back to you and tell you that they are doing better with their relationship, husbands, wives, family, you've done your job. Those are the results that you want to look for. Number two, if you could wave a magic wand, Harry Potter, and give your client an ideal result for using your service, what would it be? You got to write that down. That's a good one. Oh, I love that one. That's a good one. If I could wave a magic wand, teaching fools. Yeah. And then, if you had 30 seconds to explain, 30 seconds, what you do and why it can help a prospect reach their goals, what would it look like? Hmm. You got two lines to write that down. 30 seconds. Hey, my name is Tony Porter. I am the owner of Porter Online Marketing, freelance digital marketer. And what we do is, is we teach you how to start a business in less than 72 hours by doing three specific things, three specific strategies. If you want to know what those strategies are, click the link below. That's how, that's how we do it. That's how we do it. You want to make $1,037 in less than two weeks? Click the link below. We can show you how to do that. Take, Try yourself. Get Challenge yourself. Get yourself into the business launch challenge. Click the link below. You see what I'm doing? I'm giving you the solution to a problem. You want to make, you want to make money, but you don't know how to make money. You want to start a business. You don't know how to start a business. I'm giving you the solution. And then can you give them a list of your biggest competitors? Like my biggest competitor right now in, the dig- in, in, my, in my demographic, is, there really is none because nobody's doing freelance digital marketing where I'm from. I think the closest person to me is in about two counties away, if I'm not mistaken. And we're not even competitors. Like we talk, we've emailed each other several times over. But if I wanted to really say it, like people like Russell Brunson, uh, Nehemiah Davis, all of those people are my competitors. How do I get to be bigger than them? And right now they're killing it. So I got to step my game up to figure how I can be bigger than them. Those are one of the things that you have to understand. Now, current business and marketing. Write this down. What is your business website? Can you tell us more about your best-selling product or service? So write down your website if you have a website. If you don't, you need to get one. And then specifically target the one product that you feel like is going to be your best product, period. Everybody else can go shop for something else, but what's the one product you want everybody to get first? All right. Do you have a marketing funnel? And if you do, what does your marketing funnel look like? What is your current marketing strategy? The reason why we're saying about a marketing funnel, because you want to get eyes on the price as soon as possible. You don't want to wait around. You want eyes on the price. So you want to do that? Listen, I am going to drop a link down in the description because there is a way right now that you can start a business, run your business for free. Does it, does it sound like it's too good to be true? I thought it was until I got my hands on it. I'm going to drop a link down below to a site called drop the link down below. Click the link, sign up for it. Trust me. I'm not making no money off this one because it's free. Now, as you start to scale up, maybe I'll make a piece of change. But right now, it's all free. All right? So, 
Got to get your marketing funnel, get your business going. And what have you tried that failed in the past? Me was ClickFunnels. Why do you think it did work? I didn't put in the work. I just assumed that I'm going to start a business. I was like everybody else, and this is one of the main reasons why I do what I do now. I started a business and thought the big saying, if you build it, they'll come. Ain't nobody come. Nobody knew about it. Nobody knew what was going on. And so you have to think about this. What are your biggest contributions, your mission and your purpose? What is your purpose? Your purpose and biggest contribution is a huge part of your sales marketing. You have to be able to have the money to generate the sales, to get the ads out there for people to see who you are. You want people to connect with you, but you got to figure out how to do it. You can go social media way with organic traffic, or you pay to get somebody you think is going to purchase that you know that that your product is good for. Either way, you need to get eyes on the prize. All right. So uh, your current contribution: How is your product and service making the world better place right now? Making the world a better place right now. Excuse me. Uh, some people don't understand. It can be a crazy invention, but guess what? Some of those crazy inventions work. Trust me. The guy who started the ring doorbell, I bet you a thousand people looked at him and was like, man, nobody want to look at nobody. Billionaire. B. Biscuit billionaire. So you have to understand that there's something that you, no matter how crazy, stick to your guns. All right. The future, your the future business contribution, man. What are you going to do when you get money? Do you go out buy Louis or do you go out and reinvest it so you can scale up to get to that Louis that the Louis can come to you? All right, uh, and that's what you got to look at, man. You, you have to be able to understand that and seeing the future reality. Reality is the biggest thing because a lot of people go out here and they don't understand reality. They living in a fantasy world. I got a BMW. Why you rent? Oh, I'm living in a 17-room mess. You ain't got money like that. Reality is the key. A lot of people are broke as a joke living in... We're going to talk about it. All right. Just, you got to take steps to be be realistic with your goals. All right. Your current financial, finances and goals, that's big. Set goals. Set weekly goals, set daily, set daily goals, set weekly goals, set monthly goals, set yearly goals. And as you get to them, write them down, check them off. Once you check them off, you've accomplished something. All right. What is your current revenue per year? What is your profit margin? What is your average, average lifetime custom value? What's your cost per sale? What is your current conversion rate? What is your monthly growth rate? These are all the things that you need to ask yourself. Like your growth rate projection. That's where you want to be. You know, you if you set up wide contributions as a co-founder of your company is your wife, and they say they want to have a growth rate of 5.7 per week, that's percent. That's really good. But you have to sit there and be able to figure out how you're going to get there. So here's a formula that you need to know. Write this down. 
Write down your currently MRR, which is your monthly recurring revenue. That's money that comes in every month, repetitiously. All right. Um, that's ballpark figure. It's what you want. Then select your desired growth rate, 5% weekly. Cool. Set your projection time, 12 months. Record the results based on the appearance at the top of the page. Hmm. When you start that, you want to record that. And then finish it. Excuse me. Then finish it. In how many years are you projecting your yearly revenue will be? So basically, once you once you go to the top, your monthly revenue, and you want to 5% that weekly, that means you want to scale it up by 5% each week. You give yourself a projected time of 12 months. How many years your projected yearly revenue will be this amount? And your projected monthly revenue will be that amount. All right? That's what you're doing. Hands down. And keep your key performance message. Take your profit conversion rates, your AVO, which is your average order value, your LTV, your customer life, lifetime value, and you'll see cost per acquisition and cost per sale and see where you stand. And take action, man. You got to take action, period. So, you have to know you have to know what your startup is going to be and then as your startup growth what we just talked about you have to realize that that you want to scale it by 5% I say all of that to say this it's always a good thing it's always amazing when you have a business model that can make you some money. But if you don't know how to use that business model to make you some money, then you are sadly mistaken and you are just S out of luck. But you don't know how to do it because you haven't worked on the back end. You've done the front end. You think your product is the number one product in America. Quite frankly, it could be. But if you are afraid to scale, if you are afraid to do the work, and the question is, listen, go back and listen to what I just talked about. I'm giving you the blueprint. Go back, listen to it. Once you get to that point, you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about. Now, write that down. Go over it. Keep it handy. Keep it in a file folder. Mark it. Write it down. Put it away. When it comes time, every time you need to go back and look at it, you got it right there. Listen to this. Listen to, go back and listen to the segments. And when you listen to the segments and you write everything down, you can get to your destination of your business intelligence uh, framework process. This is how, this is, this is the formula. This is how businesses grow. This is how businesses scale. This is the framework. All right. So we have to understand, we talked about the business intelligence the next one, uh, next week. Next week's episode, we're going to talk about the customer intelligence formula. We talked about the business, but you got to talk about the customer because the customer is important. Then after that, we'll talk about the competition intelligence formula, the system. All right. So trust me, I appreciate you stopping by today. It's always a pleasure to see you. It's always a pleasure to listen to you. If you have any questions, if it's something you want to hear us talk about over here at the 95 Kickers podcast, 
drop us a drop us a comment at the nine to five, not the nine to five kickers, but nine to five kickers at gmail.com. Drop us an email. Now, down below, there's gonna be a couple links. One is if you are looking to start a business, and I challenge you to start a business, click the link below. Learn how you can make, learn how you can make, click the link in the description, I'm sorry. Learn how you can make $1,037 in a day. It doesn't start out easy like that, but you can scale it, all right? And then, I love talking about this. If you want to start a business for free and you're on a budget, I have the perfect system for you. All right. I have the perfect system for you. You can click the link down below and get in, in the description and you can get that system. It's an all in one business, marketing business. Like you, you got your funnels, you have um, your email, you have, because when you think about it, all of that, you can save three, four hundred dollars a month. Because you got your email, you got your marketing, you got your website. All of this is all in one. You don't have to have web, you don't have to have WordPress, you don't have to have uh get response, even though I use them all. Uh you don't have to have click funnels. Still use click funnels. Uh but what we're talking about is a business in a box. Trust me, business in a box. You need a business in a box. All right. So having a business in a box can help you get to your next level. If you're ready to do this and you're ready to ride, man, join the community. Drop us a link. Like this video. Share the information. We on all podcast platforms. I want to see you, man. I want to hear from you. It's your boy, Anthony Porter, over here with the 9 to 5 Kickers. Today's episode, Business Intelligence Formula. We out of here, man. I'm going to see y'all when I see y'all. Peace.